This is Take Note. It's a podcast about uh, keeping a notebook and paying attention. And it's it's going to be a quick one today because it's negative uh, 30 degrees here and I'm in the basement. So <laughs> it's going to be punchy. Ted, I understand <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be punchy over there too, right? You're always punchy. Well, you know, when, when your kids are like, Daddy, will you come play outside with me? And you just say, nope, nope, not going to do it. Refuse. That's when you know it's... 15 degrees outside in Houston, Texas, USA. Not not normal. Weird day. That's what I said to everybody. Weird day. School canceled. Weird day. We've had a five-day weekend, and it's arguably too cold or too windy or too snowy over the course of these five days to uh, to really go outside, to have the kids go outside. Um, and so and it's, how, it's... How cold did you say it got down the, up there? Negative, negative thirty with the wind chill today. Yeah, that's hard to um, believe. Yeah, it's. I mean, at that point, you're just making numbers up. Um, <laughs> but it does. We're playing Uno, show no mercy, and really, we <laughs> we need to be showing each other mercy. We've been inside for five days. You know, it's been a little mini pandemic over here. Well, imagine for, if you're walking around in forty degree weather, you see a. You see Shorts? a car with only only one bumper sticker. You really want to write it down. You got that notebook tucked away in your parka somewhere. What do you do? Do you uh, you say, you know what, this is going to be the one I memorize? You say it to yourself fifteen times, or do you <laughs> do you leave the mitten on and try to write in the notebook oh, with full, with a or do you do you expose your skin to the elements just all for the sake of a podcast i didn't have to i didn't have to do that my wife told me about uh the only only bumper sticker she saw on a jeep bumper sticker said that curb doesn't even go here it's the only one it's pretty good yeah when it's really cold outside too cold to take your mittens off and write down you'd send your wife into the world and uh, tell them to text you the hey let me know if he's yeah let me know if you see anything funny out there dear yeah I uh, I wrote this one down, and I feel this very strongly in my heart. So it's a joke, but it's uh, it's true too. The uh, secret aren't to... all aren't all jokes really? Isn't there a truth at the kernel of every joke? Well, that's very wise, Ted. Thank you. Huh. Uh, the secret to <laughs> taking ten years off your age, not ten years off your life. Uh, <laughs> You say, have a good one instead of have a good day. I've noticed it so much lately. All the young people telling me to have a good one. And every time they, they do it, they they say it in response to me telling them to have a good day. And I think to myself, like, oh, I could just be young if I could just remember this one thing. Just say, have a good day. If I could just train myself. Yeah. I think maybe they see you and they think, he has one day left. So I, <sighs> I hope he has a good one. Have a good <laughs> Enjoy your last one day on this mortal coil. I thought you were going to say, it looks like every day is a good day for him. So I'm going to find <laughs> something else to say. <laughs> hmm. What do you got, Ted? Uh, quick jotted down from some sexist movie from the 50s or whatever. It's about some weird football player, uh, a cameraman and something. But my, Matthew was in it, and I've really, between... The couple of old movies I've watched recently with Walter Matthau in them. The Apartment was one of them. I think The Apartment was in The Apartment. Anyway, yeah. every yeah. time you see Matthau, maybe he's not in The Apartment, uh, you're going to get your money's worth. 
Uh, and in this uh, in this movie, God, you can't even remember the name of it. Uh, he says, "Why don't you kids go play on the freeway?" You're, Maybe Ma- Mathau is going to give you Mathau from Maybe. the from 1950 to you know 1998. He was just serving up nonstop Mathau, and when you get it, you love it. And that's been my experience. So I wrote it down. He wasn't in the apartment. You think he was in the Odd Couple? No. Maybe. He he was, uh, I think he was in the movie with Cary Grant and Audrey Hepburn. That's what I'm thinking of. Which charade? Maybe it's charade. There you go. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, so charade, and then this was boy some other movie. That was it was another Billy Wilder movie, The Fortune Cookie. Maybe. Yes, that's it. That's I looked it. it. Up. Good, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I've got a clicky keyboard, so I don't look things up on the during the podcast. So that's how you know. I've got a clicky keyboard too. I just type very slowly. (laughs) I I wrote this down. uh, Quote: I'm going to get him kicked out of the mechanics, which (laughs) sounds like it could be uh, like I was taking my car in for repair and I was angry, but uh, really it was just this weird little phrase that stuck with me after a dream. Like in a dream, I was trying to get somebody kicked out of the mechanics. I don't even know what that meant. And then I woke oh. up and like that was a little that was what was bouncing around in my head. The phrase, hmm. yeah, yeah. I've been writing. I've I've kept up with my writing down of dreams, and it's it's funny you would say a turn of phrase. I don't feel like turns of phrase have stuck in my head. Um. Yeah, images, all the and all the rest, but it's uh, it's nothing quite as concrete as that. That's quite fascinating. Well, I'm You're like haunted the, by them. Much like uh, W.G. Sebald, Max Sebald is haunted by everything uh, that <laughs> occurs to him. And um, we are reading the book Vertigo, and in the next couple of weeks we're going to talk about it. And uh, there's plenty of notebooky stuff in there. I've got plenty to say about it. I feel like I am going through the, uh, the like my own little Sebaldian yeah. um, deja vu while reading it because i read it uh, i didn't read this one but i read his other books about 24 25 years ago um and so i encourage people to read it and i guess i would also say that i don't think you can spoil a sabald book so you can also not read it and listen to our podcast about it because i think um i think people will enjoy it either way Um, i think so too yeah well i agree i you you convinced me to read sabald 25 years ago and this book gives me all the same feelings so I'm, I'm with you it's a very sensory uh experience he puts you in a mindset is that maybe the way to say it and then the mindset between his books feels similar to one another yep yeah this was He's his first a... novel and it's maybe you know i think i think maybe widely considered like very good i guess but his weakest of the four and i think we can talk more about that when we talk about like you know where to start there is also like a Guardian article where to start with Sebald. Um, and it's, you know, this one isn't where to start, but it's worth sticking through, I think. So people can people can look that up and we'll talk about it next week. But uh, lots of notebooky stuff in Sebald. And I wonder in what way he may have influenced me and my interests, just having read him, you know, 25 years ago or so. So, yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm still digging through it, loving it, looking forward to talking about it specifically. We'll say I have a library copy, so my relationship to this book is post-it note based, which is slightly unusual for me, but 
you know, I want to capture quotes and stuff, and I can't underline. So uh, we'll see how that affects my ability to engage in conversation around it. Is your copy underlined? No, I mean, I'm, I don't want to make a mark in it. It's a library book. That's what I'm saying. It's, no, but like did somebody, so nobody else underlined it? No, nobody so, else has. No, this has been this has been well cared for, this particular copy. I, I was reading, I read this great book uh, a couple weeks ago. It's called Bottoms Up and the Devil Laughs, and it's a nonfiction book. It's about like, um, it's about Reality Winner, the whistleblower, and it is about the surveillance state. And it is written in this, you know, almost poetic style. I don't want to like turn anybody off. It's clear. It's written in a very like compelling, reads more like fiction, but it's clearly nonfiction. Um, fan fantastic book. The only thing underlined in it, and I took a picture of it. I can't find it because I didn't know we were going here. The only thing underlined in the entire library book was some like, uh, like knife in the back of Hillary Clinton or whatever. Like somebody underlining, trying to convince themselves like it was okay that I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton despite all that <laughs> happened because of this one sentence in the book. Um, it, it really amused me. Yeah. The idea that that was the only thing that stood out uh, from that book. Um, they didn't write down, for example, in a collapsing time, the internet undoes the distance between uh, da, 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 ourselves and our past mistakes. A tweet from 15 years ago has not yellowed and aged leaf-like as it, as it, uh, at the edges. It shimmers with the same fresh light as one you'll write tomorrow, uh, which I, you know, had to copy down. They didn't, they didn't underline that. They underlined like the knife in the back of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> really made me laugh. That's funny. Well, I've got some a nice thing about this library book. It's uh, it's not ancient, you know. I read a, I I picked up a copy of Isaac Asimov's Foundation that was like from nineteen fifty four, and there's something great about reading old science fiction in a, in a, an old copy of an old science fiction book. It was pretty great. Um, but this this uh, copy of Vertigo has a little. I don't even know what you call them, but like a card catalog stamp slip in the back of the olden days. So I can see nice. someone in May of 2001 checked out this book, then May of 2004, May of 2001. I guess maybe that's the due date. So it's always in May if you get it in the middle of the semester. It's a university library. No, no, all, the maybe. To, all the way to 2012, this thing's got stamps in it, and they're all willy-nilly and fun-looking. Makes you want to just go... Stamp things. Stamp, stamp, stamp. You should uh, you should get your own date stamp. Go to a stationery store, get your own date stamp, and add a stamp to it. Ah, uh, that's such a good idea. Man, that's a good idea. Uh, I have been working on... I've had a project. Had okay. a project, which is my... Uh, I've got this denim jacket. Got it at uh, Goodwill for like uh, maybe 30 cents because I got it at the Goodwill where they do it by the pound instead of <laughs> by the item. That's where you got to really root around and, uh, you know, risk what feels like communicable diseases and yeah. get into these big, literally, you know, bins, big bins. Anyway, that's where I got that jacket. You got a and, jacket uh, for 30 cents? Well, it's by the pound, so I don't know, five bucks per pound. How much does the jacket weigh? I don't know how much I paid for it, but most people in that in that particular location of the thrift universe are piling them piling them high. 
And I just had, like, you know, a jacket and a trucker hat or something. Do you think that this is, like, a situation, like, I mean, I guess this is a very political episode, where uh, George H.W. Bush doesn't know what uh, milk costs. You don't know how much a denim jacket weighs. Yeah, Are you, like, exactly. out-of-touch yeah. uh, New England, <laughs> Maine <laughs> politics? Yeah. Up in Kenny Bunkport, Ted, you don't know. Yeah. Find, <laughs> you don't know how much a denim, denim jacket jackets. costs. Yep. Yes. binders full of denim jackets he didn't even know if it was 35 cents or 48 cents he didn't know how much these clothes go for by the pound he's not one of us you uh That's you true. mentioned that binders full of jackets i also i also read the this romney bio recently i believe i recommended it for uh your, your daughter your um what grade is she in 34th your thirty fourth grade daughter to uh, to read the Romney bio, but I read that and uh, it did make me feel really. The thing I feel really bad about is that uh, um, that binders full of women thing, like that dude just misspoke it. And at least with that one thing, he had a good heart. He was saying there are <laughs> all of these great women out there who can fill like who will be in part of my cabinet, and he had like a that was a good, well intentioned <laughs> thing, and we all were just like. What a clown. Binders full of women. <laughs> like, we were just so short-sighted. We didn't understand what, like... Yeah. Um, we didn't know the future. We didn't know the future. I mean, it's just None of us silly do. Thing. None of us we, know the future. We were just young and, like, uh, you know, we just wanted a dunk. <laughs> uh, well, so this denim jacket. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were talking about something. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I can't, I can't, maybe call me uh, out of touch, you know, as we've already established, but (laughs) a mint mint Romney bio, man, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I mean, you're not a poet. You read the first six pages and you're you're hooked. Oh, you're hooked. Yeah. Uh, So I got this denim jacket and I, I really like it. Fits well, it's sturdy. Stood the test of time already, you know. Got it like three years ago or something. So I decide uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put some patches on this thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fancy this thing up. I'm gonna go for it. So that's been my project in the last I'm gonna say six weeks because this is a long. When you decide you're gonna get some patches, and then put them on, you're it's a commitment. A where do you get patches? Yeah. The internet is the answer, but the internet, you know, you got to, I'm, I'm on eBay, I'm on Etsy, I got to figure out what patches I want, because it's not like I'm stumbling on patches. No, 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 no. Yeah. You got to get these, you, these got this Goodwill jacket, Goodwill there's patches. No, there's no patches down in the bottom of that bin. No, I wouldn't look, I wouldn't go to that bin anymore. <laughs> hmm. No, there's, man... If you just waited for, I, I was at an antique mall thing. Sorry, did you say you were waiting in the bin? Is it like wet <laughs> no. in there? Is it swampy? Depends, depends which bin. And uh, I was at an antique mall and I found, you know, the patches area, which you're like, yeah. oh, cool, I'll find some patches. Not good patches for not for what you're what you want on a on your favorite denim jacket. These were military patches these are uh boy scout troop 687 out of lacrosse wisconsin patches these are not you gotta you gotta find your your patches you want what, you what even kind of patch do you i mean what's the ideal patch well so the one i think the one that's really my favorite i got a strokes patch the strokes the 
band. I love the Strokes, and so I got one of those patches. That kind of started off because you know they're in the, you know they're in the oeuvre of denim jackets. So that kind of got me fired up. And then once I went down that path, I, I got an Elvis Costello bright yellow patch. I got a couple World Series Astros Champions patches. Those are sort of the centerpieces. Yes, the 2017 celebrating mm-hmm. it. I had a, I'm, you know what? It happened. I experienced it. Can't take oh, yeah. that away from me. No, I apologize for bringing up the sensitive subject for you. <laughs> why, why are we still talking about this thing that I now literally display on my lapel every time I put this jacket on and go out <laughs> into the world? Uh, got I'm looking it up. I can't find any Mitt Romney patches. Romney 25 <laughs> patches. <sighs> anyway, it's bit, so, so you get the patches. That's fun. But then you gotta, you gotta get them on there. So, you iron them on. But that's just the beginning because they don't stay on with that iron-on glue. That's not keeping anything on. No. So then you gotta sew them on. So my <clears throat> my sewing of patches journey has been its own adventure. Um, and uh, I, I feel like my skills have you learned have to improved. sew? I mean, you know. Uh, I've learned to sew a patch onto a jacket. I, I have not learned okay. to sew something for it to be presentable. I'm in the sort of, you know, hey, if it looks a little rough around the edges, that's what I'm going for kind of thing. But, you know, I've gotten better at it. I can say that. Um, corrected a few mistakes, sewed together a few pockets, um, gone back and fixed them. But I'll tell you what. So my uh, my my daughter's 11. She's, you know... She, she, she. If, if we could power uh, the electrical grid with the the rolling of her eyes, we'd we'd be sustainable in a couple weeks. Um, so when I put on the jacket, she she every she, she sees it and just gives me this look like, today really, and I I say yes today, and I swear to you, every time I wear this jacket out into the world i get a look of astonished surprise followed immediately by a compliment people cannot get enough of this jacket and when my daughter is with me and someone says oh hey nice jacket i say thanks and then the two of us immediately spin to each other and lock eyes (laughs) in this in this test of rivals that like like Mitt Romney at dinner with Donald Trump over, you know, uh, shrimp cocktail. A couple of rivals staring each other down. Uh, and it brings me endless joy. So this well, jacket project, you know, it's, it's um, it, I would say if I'm, if I'm taking a step back, it's, I, I sort of think about the composition of this one thing. All right, what do I want to say with the patch? Where is it going to go? Is it going to fit? Can I, I can glue it on, but then can I reasonably sew it with my limited skills and resources? And then when I sew it, I have to sit down. When you down say limited resources, are you like low on sewing needles? Nope. Plenty of needles uh, skills is what I'm talking about. Got it. Okay. And skills and patience. Those are okay. the resources in question. I've got my wife's sewing kit. It was her mother's sewing kit uh, at my disposal. Not to brag. Um I don't have a, my thimble is not well fitting. Uh, my my is thimble, that a euphemism? 
fits poorly. <laughs> the kids called it a thumble for a while, and they wondered why it wasn't on my thumb. These are important lessons. <laughs> that they should call it a thumble. That's great. <laughs> I know. I think well, it should be. Yeah. Um, it's it's ill fitting. It it uh, does not. I put it on my middle finger, and it feels like it's just sort of it not going down as far as I want. Like a, you know, you see someone in a a hat that doesn't go down or, and it just doesn't look quite right but I make it mm-hmm. work but I really you know I really have to concentrate when I'm doing this I have to I have to pay attention to every like little stitch and every move otherwise I'll sew two things together or I'll stab myself or you know things will get tangled and I gotta start all over so it's it's been a very nice excuse to just sit quietly and do some little thing some little physical thing in the world that becomes something that I can wear around and be proud of and make my daughter uncomfortable. So that's been my big uh, denim patch project. Uh, maybe I'll, when I feel it's reached its nadir, I got a few more things to add, but I'll I'll take some pictures of it. So what do you got on there now? You got the strokes? What else? I got a, I have the strokes and I have a little Thor patch, like old school kind of Thor, like old Marvel. Like um, Walter Simonson drawing, probably. It's just the text, so maybe yeah, maybe so. Oh, yeah, probably okay. what you think of as like the word mark for the mighty yeah. Thor. I've got uh, a Pogues patch. That's my recent addition. R.I.P. Um, I got a Dylan patch, which you think Bob Dylan guy's been around a hundred years, most famous songwriter in the world, whatever, most famous guy, second most famous, and Wait, who's first? Like a, the Beatles. Okay. Uh, and you you think there can be a million patches that are Bob Dylan patches. There's one patch. Yeah, There's I know. One, I was Googling thing. while we were talking. One patch. It's really, really weird. I didn't hear it, by the way. Well done. Nice slow yeah, typing. Very slow typing. Um, There's one, and it's fine, but it's really odd to me how that... Like, patches are this weird... You know, I think... I feel like stickers are big right mm-hmm. now. Patches are the sort of forgotten... The forgotten nephew of the sticker that you know you creates can... a weird sort of market dynamic where there's not actually that much selection. Is there another word for patch? Would that help? You want embroidered. Well, em- but a, a patch can be embroidered. It, it's, embroidered doesn't replace patch. Right. So. If you embroidered patch might help. I don't know. Um, you know what is ungoogleable? You, you cannot find a patch Adam's patch. <laughs> because it's just too confusing a phrase and it's nice it used to be at the dawn of the internet in the uh the early sebald novel days um you know a lot of things were ungoogleable and then it all got fixed like it used to be that you couldn't google the band you couldn't find anything if you Googled the band um but patch adam's patch still will break the internet um yeah I uh, I don't know why this makes me think of it, but I realized the other day, and I finally attempted it today. Uh, but but what so far for me has been the most powerful use of Chat GPT that I've come up with so far, and I it, it proved to be the case to write an email and then paste the email into Chat GPT and say Chat GPT write an email subject header for this email. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I just think uh, I think we all agree that writing an email subject header is the most yeah. painful, awful thing you could ever do. Yep. And uh, that 
seemed to me a way to uh, make it less painful. I mean, I completely agree with you. I am, I'm just as you warned me, I'm not quite sure that I understand how we got from a point, <laughs> patch Adam patch to, to subject line yeah. on chat GPT. I think but, um, breaking the internet. Breaking the internet, got it. Sent me there. Got it. I yeah. mean, you're more of a you're more of a 25 years ago guy. I'm a I'm a today guy. You are. Today I'm a tomorrow guy. guy. I'm a, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I heard about this jacket. Um, <laughs> if if your daughter, who's 11 years old, gives you any more guff about this jacket, yeah. you know you're yeah. you're putting that Romney bio in front of her <laughs> and telling her to give you a book report. Let's do this again next week, Adam. Adios. Check us out on the internet at takenote.space. Someday you'll find pictures of my jacket. Feel free to uh, send me compliments that I can forward to my my child. Um, when that yeah, that's going to sell her. The people who listen to this podcast <laughs> complimenting a jacket they haven't seen is really going to earn you the respect of your Well, they'll see daughter. it. I'm, I'm, in, I'm a, it, being a tomorrow guy when I think about the pictures it's actually being posted on the internet. Oh, you um, need a patch that says tomorrow guy in the Thor typeface. I do. It needs to be embroidered. Can somebody yep. embroider that? Um, you can find a link to our newsletter on uh, Substack. Sign up for that. Pretty great. You can find a link to our Patreon uh, if you like like the amazing other generous people who already support us. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can do that. Uh, really appreciate it. It's amazing. The the zine went out and got some good feedback. I am looking at it right now. It brings me a great deal of joy. Hope the people, the Patreon supporters who got that have enjoyed it as well. In the meantime, oh, actually, you can email us also at takenotecentral at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Take care. <laughs>